Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, everybody? This is Bakabytes. I'm Frank Furter. That is Magically Average. And below us is Sam the Manga Man. Say hello, buddy. Hey guys, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Today we are going to be talking about Spring 2023 First Impressions. We're about week two or three into the season. We've all watched a handful of shows, and today we want to kind of go over what our favorites are, what are some letdowns, etc., etc. So um, let's just kind of poll the crowd. About how many shows have y'all watched each? All right. Uh, Counting's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Throw you guys a curveball. 15, uh, holy shit. I think for me only like 14 or 10. Yeah, I'm at 9. No, 10. I'm at 10 shows this season so far. Um, There are a few that I haven't gotten to that I do want to get to. Like, uh, I haven't gotten to Dr. Stone yet. I haven't gotten to the new Demon Slayer yet. Um, And I I feel like there was one more uh, show that I haven't got. Oh, the... uh, the insomniacs after school i haven't gotten to those three yet but i will maybe one day eventually get to them um but it seems like we're more invested this season in shows than we have been in the past like there's there's more this season that is actually kind of quality that we want to watch compared to not necessarily uh fall 2022 but winter 2023 like winter 2023 i feel like kind of came out like a wet fart to us like we talked about it for a little bit, and then nobody really talked about shows going on last season, except for maybe like My Hero Academia. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of continuing series, I think, yeah. last season, or series that had multiple cores, like Blue Lock, um, that were driving it. But I, for me, spring season's been the season of a lot of low, like low expectations and minimal hype to just now it's overwhelming hype (laughs) and like the highest of expectations and the highest of ratings so what's what's something give me an example what's something that you've actually were like had zero expectations or low expectations and are really enjoying 
Uh, my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. Me too. That was one. Yeah. I mean, that was one, like, title alone, I'm like, meh. It's done by Madhouse, so I knew the animation was at least going to be, like, enjoyable. But I thought the first episode was stellar. I like the concept. I think it's, you know, it's a better take on one of the anime that we recently reviewed, which was, like, Recovering MMO. Junkie. Recovering, yeah. Yeah. Which that one was, in my opinion, pretty mediocre. This one, I think, does a better job of incorporating, like, the, the drama and romance into it. And it surprised me, and but surprised my wife more, so much so that she, within three days, read through all 82 chapters that are out scanned in English. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, she... Because what happened was we watched the first episode, and, like what everyone does when they watch something and can't get enough, start making TikToks about it. And then that spiraled into, oh, have you read the manga? FYI, here's some clips of, from the manga. And it's like the spiciest sex scenes you've ever seen <laughs> in a comedy romance. And so my, my wife was like, I may be reading a new series. And I'm like, is it Yamada-kun? She's like, yes. Can you find it for me? I was like, yes, I can. Oh, so, my God. She would. Ooh, she that, she yeah. so would. That's fantastic. But I think the other one for me that I had, like, reading it, it sounded really interesting, but I was still skeptical. Uh, but after watching the first episode, I was like, no, this is going to be pretty good, was Insomniacs After School. It's, mm. I like, again, Call of the Night brought in this whole world of, like, what can we do in an anime that's completely during nighttime? Like, when things should be quiet when the world sort of rests, but how can we make it lively and interesting and intriguing? And like Call of the Night did it in a, in a colorful way where everything was still very vibrant and loud, but Insomniacs does it in a very subtle, like peaceful manner where it's like, no, this is how the world kind of is. Like everyone is asleep. You're walking down the road at 3 a.m. Like just everything is very tranquil. Yeah. But you're the ones awake and alive in it. So like you're the loudest things in in existence at this very point in time. So fight but club, basically like fight club quietness. That the time at three a.m. Yeah, it's just yeah, basically. Quiet. Basically, but it, it's also I like it as well because it it does talk about um the issues of insomnia and how a lot of kids like think that they're alone and think that this is something that they can only fight by themselves like there's there's not anyone out there that, that is like this because uh, what are you gonna do like no one else that you know is awake and for those that do have insomnia it's like what are you guys gonna do just go meet up in the playground at four in the morning i you could i guess but like sure. it's a great example of how to like how high school students um who feel like they're kind of isolated in the fact that they suffer from insomnia find each other and are like, well, how can we make the best of it? Like, what what can we do? What can how can we take this annoying thing that we both have and make it a reshape positive. it? Yeah. So yeah. I like that aspect to it too. Um, but and, and I think the first episode did a very excellent job of setting up sort of what the general feel for the series is going to be and. 
I'm excited. I've I've only watched the first episode of every single show that we'll be talking about, so I haven't seen. I know the second episode's already out. Um, so I'm kind of like like being very uh, broad. Yeah, in my analysis of like what I'm expecting, because people are probably be like, "Well, yeah, that's what already happened." I'm like, "Shush, shush, shush I've only seen one episode. <laughs> Let me have this." Fair enough, but, Sam. Yeah, those are the two that stood out. Nice, Sam. Is there anything that you were super like mellow with? You're like, ah, this is fine. This is gonna be whatever show, and kind of exceeded those expectations to you. Um, so not started out like fine, but started out this interesting. Was the uh, Tengoku Daimakyo? It was oh, that's the, the one that's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, it's like technically Japan has it on their Disney Plus, and I guess because Hulu and Disney shares under Sony, they can have like Disney Plus animes into it. And I'm actually kind of liking the post apocalyptic world plus Promised Neverland uh, plus uh, Last of Us kind of environment kind of thing. It's actually pretty, it got me hooked and interesting to some sci fi lore, but there's also kind of weirdness to it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely some sci fi stuff because they've threw in like a whole ray gun kind of stuff into the, the show <laughs> yeah again it's like it's post-apocalyptic sci-fi thing and i guess with all it just makes sense because it's anime but and this is under like disney plus's umbrella it still has that commercial break side and then re- reappear clip and i don't think disney plus had kind of failed in any of its anime just yet like it got out Bleach. It got out the uh, summertime rendering. So it's it's having a pretty good track record. Not I, a lot of it, but pretty good track record. For I, spot. I will say, though, that they do need to increase or do better with the dubs because I watched the dubbed uh, version of summertime rendering and it's abysmal. It There's like a hand, there's like maybe two characters that are consistently good throughout that show. The rest are just like they have their moments and then they're just god awful the rest of the time. It's like, oh no. But like, I agree that Disney's actually done really well with their acquisitions as to what shows they're putting on their platform. In the United States case, it's, it's on Hulu, but for what they've acquired so far, like, it's been very good. So it's, it's good to hear that, that Hulu has, uh, or Disney, I guess, in general has a really good show under their belt that's actually being released weekly on Hulu. So I do need to get into that show because you're not the only person that's told me that that show is really good. So it's good to hear again that they got another good one. Um, definitely interesting to, uh, to watch. I think only, I think three episodes are already up for this one. Uh, I was wondering what, how it actually reached up to high pretty many people's ranks of their anime list so far so like it's a good sign it's a it's a good watch i'm not counting on the dub considering with disney plus and stuff and you would think with their own animation studio with disney and everything like that they could have hired professional actors onto their voices but beggars can't be choosers Uh, it is it is three Um, episodes by the way uh and another one was like uh it was like I expected, liked it, and then it's like it's not that it's gotten better, but it's gotten okay. It was the uh, two cute crisis? The whole aliens and uh, aliens won't destroy the world because it has pets, it has dogs, it has cats, it has 
lizards. Yeah, the turtles, adorable pictures of them. Like, yes, you, yes, the pets are saving us. <laughs> I saw you post in our server that you had watched, and you're like, oh no, what have I done? It's a, it's adorable. I'm, I failed. I've also watched it. <laughs> what you, what you think? Um, it's goofy. It's is, it's is it like quirky. an oni my goofy? No, no. Um, it's. The humor is there. Um, I think it's going to get... I feel like it's just going to get kind of old. Yeah. Because they're just going to run through all these different animals. Like, in the opening sequence, they show, obviously, cats and dogs. But then it's, like, hedgehogs and hamsters and, like, all these other, like, ferrets and stuff. And, like, all these other household pets that this alien has to come to terms with. The fact that Earth is just crawling with these things that you can can have domestically. Yep. So... Yeah, it's I mean it's it's definitely like it's cute. It's called Too Cute Crisis. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of in the yeah. title. It kind of has to be. Right. Yeah. I I it just it's I hope that it doesn't run its course too quickly cuz like the first episode I thought was pretty funny, but I was like after it ended I'm like, "Uh-oh. Like I already can see like they're going to meet more people cuz it takes place at a cat cafe okay. for the most like most of the first episode." Um but I'm like, uh-oh. And then towards the end of the first episode, like, something big happens. And you're like, oh, okay. I see. So you're just hoping, like, <laughs> I hope this just doesn't come, like, the only shtick. Yeah, kind of like uh, Life Lessons with Urumichi-sensei or whatever it was. Like, there, that it just had one shtick, and it just beat itself over the head with that one shtick the entire time. Which, to be fair, it was really funny. And every oh, once yeah. in a while, it got me again. But it's just like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a recent anime that it's like where it's just going to kind of be like very, like very. What about the, sh- the, the show approach. that I made you, made you watch that you absolutely hated? The Bakken uh, Test. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. that. Well, that no, that's like a bad show. That's just a bad one. Like this <laughs> one's actually entertaining. The, that's just awful. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was cute. Fair enough. Um, as for me, I, I agree with you for the, my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. I, I was like, this is a light novel title. I usually try to stay away from these, but the fact that this isn't a isekai and that it is done by Madhouse, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it one episode and it got me and it hooked me and I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Um, but the other show for me that I was very kind of like went in not like knowing a little bit, but not too, too much um, was the dangers in my heart. And I know Tyler, you were really excited about this one and I've only mm. watched episode one, maybe episode two. I don't really remember. Um, I've had a long couple of weeks. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like, Oh, this is going to be Yay. a little cringy or whatever, but like the art style is different enough that it, it drew me in. It's, pretty it's i don't mean this in a weird way but when i say it it's just it's pretty pure it's kind of like a pure type show where there's nothing that the characters are doing that are just like can be taken out of context of just like sexualization or anything like that granted the one kid just wants to straight up murder his classmates other than that it's pretty fucking pure you have this one kid who's confessing his love to like a, a girl who's a little bit on the bigger side and he's like there's nothing wrong with you you're fantastic 
can we go out now? And it's just like, there it's, there's so many little moments in this show that is just like, it's so, it just put a smile on my face that I just wasn't expecting it to be there. So I, I really, that one really took me off like by surprise for sure. But um, with the good, there are bats and I've got a show and a half that I'm just like, mm. first being my home hero. I, I only watched the first episode for it. I, I only watched the first episode and that's all I need to watch. I'm, I'm done with the series. <laughs> I actually forgot to include that in my account. I've watched 11 shows. I watched the first episode of my home hero. If you watch the preview uh, episode of our podcast, I was actually very excited for the show. It seemed like a really great premise. And then you watch the first episode. The sound is awful. The VAs sound awful. The fucking animation is just like goes. There was nothing special about it. It was just. No, it was. It was so flat. Everything was flat about it when it should have had this gusto, this really interesting story to draw you in. And they just fucking failed at it. Like the writing was bad for this. I don't know if it was taking the writing from the source material or not, but just like nothing about this show was very good. This isn't like, I will say this is definitely better than Tomodachi game, but it's still just really bad. And it's in so much so that I am not watching any more of it. But Sam, what are your, what are your th- Like I, told you how bad it was before you went into it what did you think of episode I mean, one I've, I've, so technically i've read this last year or really or maybe longer probably like the first volume of and i was hooked on the suspense and mystery stories and all that stuff like that and like finding out that the anime is coming out i was actually excited for it because uh my interest of the manga but watching that first episodes like the pacing was just weird like literally yeah. like you don't have no idea where it's going like there's a good like i i know like the main character the dad was supposed to be pathetic but like this is more to the point where it's too cringy mm-hmm. and it was just cringy all around and like when it got to the point where like oh uh this gangster's beating on my daughter i need to do something and i was like it's just so much pausing and there's so much like just talking and so much inner thinking kind of thing you're just uh yeah it took away like all those pauses inner monologues etc really took away from any suspense that should have been there like the whole scene where the dad's like in episode one the dad ends up killing the boyfriend but he hides in a closet but there's literally like three and a half minutes of inner dialogue between the fucking boyfriend is like is there somebody in this house and the dad hiding in the closet of like what should I do to protect my baby girl? And it's just like, holy fuck, just get on with it. It was bad. Well, rice cooker does more than just cooking rice. It's a great instrument. It's a very a nice blunt tool. I don't know. I don't know what, like, <laughs> fucking Damn it, I rice forgot cooker. you had your soundboard. I was like, what are these noises? Sorry, Tyler, go for it. I was just going to say, I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I saw the rice cooker comment. And all I have to say is, I don't know what type of rice cooker they're using, but mine's fucking heavy. Like, I'd, oh, they I'd probably bludgeon myself. Yeah, they I beat... know, I'd, but I'd probably, if I had to, like, lift it over my head, knowing my dumpy ass, it'd slip, and I'd, like, concuss myself before I did damage to anyone else. I mean, don't like, worry. He took a he took a he took a crotch shot, though. So he hit, hit oh, enough. okay. So, yeah. Like, yeah, he had, he had the advantage, at least. Yeah. 
Yeah, but um, the other show that I do want to talk about that I'm mildly disappointed with, by no means do I, like, I will still recommend this show because I think the storytelling and everything about it is very good. It's just the animation that's really killing this for me, in a way, is Mashal. I, really? Yes. Uh, I was I've, wondering which one it was going to be. I've hmm. read about 80-some-odd chapters of Mashal. I think the series is great. It, I, it is something that I recommended on our TikTok. For those who want shorter videos, we, have a tic- we make TikToks daily. It is something I was looking forward to. It's a series that I know that you, Magically Average, and I and our other friends last summer really got into. And it's something that just kind of bummed me out. The story is great. The pacing is great. The voice acting is great. But the Mm -hmm. animation, there's something about the animation that feels so weird and cheap. It just feels a little cheap. Correction, my wife got into it. I haven't read a single chapter. Then never mind. Your wife got into it. I think I I know what you mean by that. Because considering it's a shonen anime... And it has all that backing and shown in weekly and everything. You would think it's, that it's done by A one. Least... It's done by A one yeah, pictures. No. So I, I mean, I will say from seeing the manga and like how it's drawn and everything, and seeing the trailer for Mashal, my first thought was like the animation is going to be a little different. Plain. Yeah, I, I'm fine with even... goofy and different, but it just feels so stiff. Like it, right. Well, I, it looked like to me kind of in in a vein to like Psyche, where they had like the the really weird animation at times. Like some of the characters stood out for no reason. Yeah, and like were just very odd and misplaced. Where, but like the like the animation was still good. It was just it felt kind of odd and yeah. off-putting. And that's and that's so, why I'm kind of disappointed. Is just it. I know, but like, I think I don't know. I think that goes, I, but I think that plays into the the in the series entirely. Like again, like seeing some of the panels that my wife would share with all the different friends that were reading it at the time. I was looking at, I'm like, these kind of look like bad. <laughs> like, like they, like the the the, the art itself just kind of looks weird. But then I realized, like, oh, that's just the style. Yeah, it's There's it's a got lot a of series campy, that are like that. Yeah. It's got a campy yeah. style, but just like I think it's more so that some of it feels almost and I I mean this in all sincerity and kind of in kindness, it feels almost a little bit like Harry Potter puppet pals the animation. There's where, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with Harry There's Potter nothing wrong pals. with that for 2007. But for 2023, it's kind of just a little uh, All right. We could do better than that. But we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. We're not. I'm going to make a comment, though, and say that I actually like when series, no matter what style they incorporate, it even, I'm going to give a nod to CG as well, even if it's 3D, CGI, whatever. So long as you make your, the animation stand out and feel different, then I think you're already a step above because there's a couple of series that I watched where, again, I thought it looked fine, like no problems with the animation, but it looked bland. Like it was just kind of cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. And the one for me, this isn't a bad, this isn't my one bad one, by the way. Um, This is just an example for animation. The one that kind of fell into that bucket was a galaxy next door. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. It looked very plain. 
it does. It looks very plain, but like that. But that's what I mean. Like they 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 took the safe route, and they were like, let's just file this under the animation of today's you know anime, right? This is just a very cookie cutter animation style where the characters are kind of bland, the scenery is pretty bland, the like everything is just kind of just okay. Which is unfortunate. And that's fine. Mm. It, it's unfortunate, but it's fine. Like if if I haven't read the manga yet, but if that's like if the style of the manga has no unique features or like nothing that really like makes it pop. Granted, there's one scene in a Galaxy Next Door where I'm like, okay, I'm sure this is where they're gonna really put all their heart like energy into um, moving forward, which is fine. But like uh, like a series that I'm looking at live chart right now, and it's kind of nearby. A series that that wouldn't work with is Kuba won't let me be invisible because there's a lot of like little unique art, like, an- like tidbits that they have in the manga that they've incorporated into the anime. And it would, it would feel very weird if they didn't. And they were like, okay, let's go the safe route. Let's do this type of animation. Let's not make them chibi or not make them kind of odd and awkward at times, but it's yeah. like, but that's what they do in the manga, you know? Mm. So yeah. if, in my mind, I'm like, hey, if Mashal, because Mashal's got that very weird, kind of muddy art style in the manga, if you don't try to bring that into the animation, too, I feel like you're going to lose a lot of people. It's just going to feel like, oh, they're doing it safe. They brought I mean, it, like, they brought it they into the... They knew a concept going in. It was like a satire comedy of Harry yeah. Potter plus One Punch Man plus... Uh, I forgot the other one. Uh, I was yeah, say. like... Those two alone is just pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, I think, like, they're not putting so much into their, like, oh, oh, Mob mob Psycho's hairstyle. Mm. But they're not... Yeah, like, yeah, Mob they're... Psycho looks like ass to a lot of people. Which is hilarious. It's uh, fucking you, funny you, as hell. If, <laughs> if you take out the fight scenes, if you take that's out the true. fight scenes, it looks like garbage. It, it looks is, like a webtoon. It is but a little dumpy, but... That's but... The style. Yeah. But that's the style. That's what I, that's what I mean. Like imagine if if Mob Psycho was done in the style of fucking even like Demon Slayer. It'd feel really really bad. It would feel like they just were like, "Oh, we're going to go animation heavy and not try to incorporate the stylistic choices." because it just looks gross. It's like, no, that's the whole point. You want to incorporate that into your anime. You want to bring that over because that's a part of the life of the, the series. Yeah. Like that's a part of its characteristics, its identity. And even so, Mob Cycle and One Punch Man had like a better animation to uh, Masho right now, though. I guess they're not, they're not willing to do with the risk because yeah. it's a comedy. I guess they don't want to put in so much... Money, yeah. like, maybe like money cuts or something like. It's that. just a little uncanny valley to me, just knowing, like going into it and expecting one thing and kind of getting a little bit of a stiffer version than that, like what I was expecting. So you know, it it could just be, I over like I overestimated it and I was like expecting more out of it, and I it's just you know what, it's still a good show. I'm still enjoying it because the comedy is top notch in that show, and it, it's it's great. But and it's something that I'll still recommend. But that's the two shows that I'm kind of just wishy washy on and not so wishy washy on. But is there anything you guys that you didn't enjoy watching other than My Home Hero? I didn't get too much like into my list. 
really. I know there were like a couple that I couldn't get to watch. I couldn't watch because I'm not caught up like with Eden Zero and Ancient Magnus Bride. And from the clips and trailer, it looks looks like the animation they kept it with uh with its style like add its like magic charms into it um, yeah yeah if it per- there wasn't really an anime that i watched where i thought oh i'm not gonna continue it but one that was a little depressing but now that i'm reading it i i'm feeling a little bit more hopeful um funny enough was ranking of kings the treasure chest of courage Mm-hmm. Um, because originally, originally I thought it was just gonna be, uh, like one episode. It it for the longest time I didn't really understand what they were doing because it sounded like they were going to do like a, a hour long special do capturing one o- point. like a whole OVA thing. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, too. Like a movie or something like that. I yeah, but it didn't seem like they were gonna. Do, it wasn't gonna continue on from where the first season ended it was going to take place in some point in time during the first season which i was okay with but then treasure chest of courage it's it's 10 episodes and it's going to be little short stories of events that took place during the first season that we just didn't see interesting which i'm like it's okay but like the first episode it <laughs> there were there were two stories that were told um and if it's if it's going where I'm thinking it's going, it's just they might just re- milking this series into yeah. the entire ten episode at this point. And I'm worried about that. Granted, I, I what I hope they do is is branch out and focus on a lot of the characters because that's one thing about Ranking of Kings is that all of the characters in that series were like well rounded, built out, very deep, interesting, um, and you kind of want to learn more and more about them. Even if, like, you know, past life or current time doesn't matter, they were all very, very integral to the st- the series, and they all played an, an important part. So you kind of were like, oh, maybe it makes sense going back and learning about them. But this first episode, it was two stories, and it involved Boji, uh, uh, Koge, and Despa, um, who's one of the princes that trained Boji. And it's it kind of felt like a... I, I guess for lack of a better example, like a, a Sesame Street sort of episode where it's like, hey, kids, <laughs> what's the message of today? It's to to be sure you're 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 looking out for others and, and making sure that, you know, you're not just focused on your own selfish desires. You're you're being selfless and making you're taking care of your community. That's the message. And literally the the episode ends with Despa just basically saying that. He's just like, "Oh yeah. I we're, we're go- what we're going to do is we're not just going to give these people money. We're going to, you know, help them out by investing in them, letting their daughter go to school, like l- have her learn and be educated and then get a job." <laughs> no joke. This is how it ended too. And then that he goes And then when that happens, we'll have them pay us back. And then it's scene. And then it's ending credits. That's how it ends. It was mm-hmm. the clunkiest ending to a first episode. I'm like, what did I just watch? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Like, it, it was very, very weird. So I, I'm i going to keep... I, I, again, it, it, I was excited just because there was more ranking of kings, but I didn't know what to expect from it. But if they're going this route, I'm a little worried about how they're going to deliver each episode. Because if it's if it ends up being like, a, here's the message of the week, and here's the letter of the week, like get it's gonna be re- yeah, it's gonna be really tiresome. Yeah. But if they if they take time to go into different characters or even better yet, if they maybe extend out further from the ending, because the ending of ranking of Kings, not really a big spoiler by any means, but it's basically just like, Hey, another adventure awaits us. And that's how it ends. Right. I mean, even like the webtoon of the series is already like started, been started their like next series and next arc already. And there's only so much side stories that was done throughout the entire first arc of the anime going into it and mm-hmm. again it it I, it's nice that every character is really well-rounded and it, i'm okay with each of them having their stories but if it's just like like you said if it's just lesson of the day or lesson of this part or letter of the day whatnot yeah um it won't i, I think it knows that it's not going to be the same popularity as the first season of the anime but it's just there to just be there and people could just if they're interested, go for more OVA kind of like um how that time I got reincarnated as a slime, the whole slime diary stories and just random side stories and stuff like that. It it's just it got so popular to the point where give even younger kids the chance to watch the show, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Um Majorly Average, I want to go back to you. Um we've gone over the Shows that we thought that were, you know, we weren't hyped about that we really enjoyed. We've gone over the duds. What was something that you were hyped on and it like, ex- like met those expectations slash exceeded them? What was like the exceptional thing that you watched right now uh, or so far? Oh, God. Um, I think it probably has to go to Demon Slayer only because... Mm-hmm. Like again, I I haven't read the manga, so I'm I'm going into each arc blind. Right. But like I've enjoyed every season. Like we all agree, the first season was pretty basic, nothing yep. too out of the mm-hmm. ordinary by any means. Second season, Entertainment District was phenomenal, and I was and I said too when we were talking about it, I was like, if they moving forward, if they do this, if they focus on one area and build upon that. And like really dive deep into just this one demon or whatever it might be, 
that's great because the first season was like here's an adventure here's a recovery arc here's our adventure here's our recovery arc and it felt kind of old then entertainment district broke that so it's like okay cool do that again and that's the i felt that very feeling watching the first episode albeit the 50 minute episode that you know you had to watch to get through it all but i was like oh this was so worth they needed the 50 minutes it it had to be 50 minutes only because you had to wrap up everything that took place at the entertainment district and set forward and set in motion what's going to happen with the swordsmith village arc and boy oh boy did they do it. they do it so well that's like good to was, hear i i thought and this is this is a, a piece i wanted to talk about as well um towards the end but we can talk about it now too but i thought that they not only did a great job of setting up what's to happen but they left a lot of mystery that many people i mean again me included probably had no clue it was this was going to be a like an aspect to the season and i'm not going to spoil it for you both because i know you both haven't watched it but like i'll get there's a there's a lot of layers more layers than entertainment district already being created and like set up in just this first episode more layers than shrek's onion yeah like a good onion tons (laughs) um then but the one i was gonna say follow-up aspect follow-up question are you happy or undetermined as to going to see this in theaters are you fine with not seeing it or do you think it would have been better to see it in theaters no i i don't think it would i i think it would be it everyone would be left with a bad taste in their mouth just because the first part is the like whatever two three episodes of entertainment I think that's the biggest problem is that if you go in and you're like, yes, yes, it's all going to be new. And half of it's just uh-huh. recap. And you're like, oh, fuck, stupid. But no, I mean, it's watching like it at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Recap for 10 minutes and then real. Yeah, it's a like Dragon Ball Z episode. Oh, Last God. time in this fight. Here's all the fight scenes. <laughs> Will it win? <laughs> Find out next time. Yeah. Anyways, um, sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> no, that 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 was basically it. I just I thought it. I went in again, just knowing how Entertainment District ended, and my hopes were already high. And I I I personally feel like it exceeded it in just its first episode. But the question I wanted to raise because I think we've all also watched Oshinoko. Yeah. Which that is an hour and twenty three minutes. So mm-hmm. basically, what I can do math about four episodes almost three. About three. Well, it's each episode's twenty three minutes, so yeah. twenty three forty. It's oh, it's almost four episodes. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're yeah. When you write, you're right, you're right. Three yeah, and it's, um, yeah, it's we'll say three and a half. Happy medium, three and a half. Close enough to um, four to be. We'll say yeah. But anyways, yeah, we we've, we've yeah. all watched that show, and that that would have been the show that I would have talked about if Sam you didn't talk about it. Um, I did. Well, I mean, like I would talk about it, but um, I, well. By far, I guess but my, we're doing now. <laughs> yeah. But my question, though, for the group is: Do you feel that longer first episodes are going to become the norm? And I'm going to use. I'm going like to use. I'm going to use the uh, my home hero as an example of why maybe an hour long episode would have helped because you both both watched it, both talked about how the pacing stinks, how it felt a little weird in terms of how things were progressing the inner monologuing was too long and then killing was kind of quick and there wasn't a lot of mystery even though it was set up to be sort of a mystery thriller 
is that a seer is that an episode where maybe you're like huh if they extended it out a little bit more and had time to build and really develop what this mystery aspect's going to be or like what I'm going to be getting myself into could it have been better cuz i personally feel like in the future moving forward more series are going to have the 40 minute episodes at least so that way they have the time to fully flesh out how they want to start the anime because sometimes sometimes a manga doesn't do well in the first five to seven chapters of really getting its story out there and first episodes we can all agree on this i hope first episodes can make or break it for a lot of people so uh quick answers because i know sam really sam wants about, to talk sam about sam, about to, sam's I about the burst i do have an answer for this i, I do have a good answer for this yeah so, quick yeah. answer for uh longer episodes maybe uh, would Hometown Hero benefited from a longer episode? Absolutely not. Sam, go ahead, take it away. Just like you, like first episode, it definitely does make it a lot better because I've known some other anime that examples like uh, Shield Hero. First episode was an hour long, and it did really well for its first introduction. And uh, from what you told me, Demon Slayer's first episode for its third season, hour long, really successful. And Oshinoko technically a lot longer than one hour, but I I understand why they did that though, which is good. And it was it caught me interested, even though it was like it, it was literally watching Law and Order without the um suspense, <laughs> man. Like yeah. So um to to really kind of emphasize as to why I say maybe you brought up Demon Slayer being a good first hour long episode, Shield Hero being a very good first forty minute long episode other end of the spectrum detectives already dead it was an hour long or 40 minutes long and both tyler and i we dropped that shit like a hot potato after the first episode it was not good it was not good by the end of the first episode we had sat there for 40 minutes and we're like we fucking wasted our time with this this it's told us nothing really about what this show is going to be it's given us an intro to these characters that may or may not still be alive it wasn't a good intro to that series so would it have actually benefited from an extra episode maybe maybe it would have but to, I, I, to I don't think be... with my home hero though no with my work. home hero no for yeah. the fact that it's already given you the information that you're going to need about the show it's given you the the plot of oh god the father who loves his daughter so much has killed the boyfriend and the boyfriend belongs to the yakuza and now the yakuza are trying to find this guy you already know what the show is about. That's the entire first episode wrapped up in 24 minutes. It mm -hmm. doesn't need to be expanded longer than that because it's already given you what the show is going to be. So to that point, uh, my, or my home hero, no, it was just a shit first episode because the pacing was just bad with what they presented to the, the viewer. If they had maybe, you know, quickened a few things and or like shortened a few things and expanded a, a little bit longer on relationships like with the daughter and, and dad. You know what's, when what's so bad? They did cut that out because suddenly it was the first three chapters, this first entire episode. And it's like, I mean, a lot of the first chapter gives you the most details mm. into the story. And like, yeah, and usually I, I guess they wanted to rush it quickly just so that, all mm. right, we just needed this dad to kill this Yakuza boyfriend and then. Yeah, Begin our story. and but, usually yeah. with first episodes, they are just one chapter because that one chapter is usually like 50 to 60 pages long. So that 30 minutes gives you the one chapter. And if that one chapter does its job, it really brings you in. But the, I, again, my home hero, no. Oshinoko, I really think was a special case 
because it went over the entire first volume. So um, spoilers ahead for Oshinoko. If you've not watched it, turn this podcast off right now. Go watch it. It's on High Dive. Phenomenal. Spoilers moving forward. Oshinoko covered the entire first volume of the series, which right now there's like 115 chapters out total, which you can go read for free on Manga Plus. It's a Shonen Jump affiliate. Go read it. I highly suggest it. It's great. Because of the ending of that episode where it is setting up these characters, you have the twins who were reincarnated from their past lives as the doctor and the patient, and then having the ending be uh, the idol eye dying and being murdered by a, a crazed fan, and then setting up nice this... Touch. It was yeah, a very nice touch in its which, animation. That animation just like it I I have chills just thinking about it. Like the fucking Aqua's face of just him wanting to exact revenge where it gets like all like just fucking oil acrylic based paints and everything is like uh, that whole scene is fucking amazing. But Eye's death was great. And it was something when I was reading it, I never thought that that would happen. I thought that they would like be along for the ride, it'd be a while. Never in my wildest dreams did I think that this sh- series would be about two reincarnated kids trying to solve the murder mystery of their mother or their, you know, reincarnated mother. So for that to take an hour and a half, hour, 23 minutes, whatever it was, I think is a real kind of just case study in itself because it's like, hey, this really was just like this whole first volume was just the prologue of the entire rest of the series. If you have an entire first volume that is the prologue to the rest of the series, by all means, make that the first episode. Don't break it into three or four episodes. Make it the first episode. Because I think Oshinoko, it was a hard ask to tell people like, hey, go watch the hour and a half. But when you do, you're going to want more. You're going to crave more. You're going to tell those people, those friends who are like, what the fuck is this show about? You'd be like, just go watch it. Just go in blind. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. It is a I very just, hard it's sell. a combination of Law and Order and Criminal Minds without the intense music, really. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's just a dependent on the series because you can have dud series that have longer episode, first episodes like the de- uh, the detective is already dead, but you could also have very good first episodes for a series or midway through the series like Demon Slayer or Shield Hero. So it, it really is just kind of a maybe. It really just depends on the series to me. But yeah, um, it's not a it's not a one fit formula, yeah. right? It it doesn't no. apply to every series, and I think it's it's dependent very much so on the genre as well. Like Oceanoko in the span of an hour and 23 minutes goes from a drama to a slice of life to a slice of life slash comedy murder. Yeah. Yeah, Comedy to, to murder mystery, mystery thriller. Like it, it transcends four genres, but not like, not all simultaneously. It feels fluid sequentially. Yeah. Right. No, it, it, yeah, it's not, it's, that's not to say it's like clunky and awkward. No, it all melds and and molds together seamlessly. Yeah. But that is, that's like a rare outlier in terms of episodes where this type, you know, it warrants being this long, right? There's very, very, very few series, if not, you know, just maybe a handful 
that would reach that level of like, no, you probably do need an hour long episode to really encapsulate what the viewers are going to go through. Because if you imagine breaking up Oshinoko into three, the, like that's, yeah, yeah no. we'll, we'll, we'll give it the work. benefit of the doubt and say three. Right. Like, well, let's, yeah. So three episodes, the first one being the death and reincarnation piece, the second one being sort of their early lives, and the third one being um, the ending piece into the murder mystery part. It would feel like you would feel like you're watching three different shows over the span of three weeks. Yeah. You're like, what yeah. the fuck did I just watch? Like, this does not make sense. But if you put it together, it's like, oh, my God, this is a masterpiece. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, uh, and, and I, I think that's what everyone's reaction was. Everyone that I've talked to in person or things I've read online, res like feedback, reviews, everything has been, this show is a master literally a whirlwind roller coaster from start to finish. You, you can never anticipate what's going to come next. And it has you on the edge of your seat. And it's perfect. And, it, and it, I, it, I could not agree more. And I'm just with no spoilers. It gets better. It gets so you can already much tell. I mean, you better. can you can already tell. I think the advertisement team did a good job on yes. advertising. It's Oshinoko in general because, like, you just have the mom, the main girl, everywhere, and you would just think she's the main character of the entire series. But then, just like Scream One, you automatically kill off the main idol girl, the main popular actress, in the first ten minutes. And then the movie starts from there afterwards. It's, I think it's great. I think it worked out really well with Oshinoko. Yeah, um, like you said, it would it it cannot work separately. It needed to be all at once. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm wondering, like, is it now more gonna be continuing this ride since it's come it's going back into like 30 minutes or 23 minutes? It'll be yeah, now? it'll be normal length episodes from now, and and it it'll definitely work because now they're like that was again a prologue that whole first episode is a prologue to the rest of the series the rest of the series is going to be really well paced and broken into 30 minute or 23 minute increments yeah. so you've you've set the stage for what you can anticipate moving forward now yeah but um mm -hmm. and yeah yeah but sam i wanted to ask you i mean we we talked about r2 is oshinoko the peak of what you thought of this season has to offer or is there something else that you really thoroughly enjoyed Hell's Paradise was actually really good too, and Agreed. I know this was also a Shonen Jump series, but this was actually their one of their monthly series. I think it's Shonen it, Jump Plus, if I'm not mistaken. I know it finished, and that first episode really caught me by surprise of the intention of uh, this just guy in a ninja in prison. He just wants to die, but no matter what they do to him, he can't die. But he just somehow hardens body the hard enough it. for. Rejects everything, burning, sword, cutting, slashing, everything. And then you just have this girl trying to find out his history, finds out her finding out like, nah, you do have a heart. You love your wife. Sorry for spoilers. And like, yeah, that's episode him off. one. <laughs> that pisses him off because it reveals his own weakness, which is his humanity. And it comes to the point where the, it reveals the story of the world that's happening. Uh, what hell paradise is the whole um maybe like something from junji ito's kind of crazy hell with the bugs and everything and mutation shit yeah yeah 
it's uh, it's gonna be really interesting i'm i'm caught up on it i've there's three episodes out right now i've actually read the entire series there's 13 volumes total um or 12 i don't actually really hold on i have the wiki 13 um the show is great like the 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 adaptation from what i've read has been phenomenal mappa's done a great job which by the way mappa let your employees go just let them let them have a break please for the love of god they need a no, break. They can't. But then, they but then need, if they, they take to keep... a break, it won't. The quality might not be there. Though. And they're <laughs> doing Vinland right. Saga as well. Oh my god, I forgot about that. But, but yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot. And they did mop, and they did Attack <laughs> on Titan earlier. I will say <laughs> they set a good, like episode one was a good intro into the two main characters that you're gonna have alongside a vast side cast, which is we'll get there later in the show. And then episode two set a really good tone of like, okay, this is the brutality levels that you're going to see throughout the show. And then episode three is like, here is the setting, the fucked up setting that they're in. Go. It is. I think they caught me in the second episode with their own the side characters of, oh, these is these are the criminals that's still alive. And then three, mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? Yeah. What side characters? <laughs> Yeah. All you did was just gave them a name and that's really it. And like, it, nope, they're gone. But episode three kind of just pushes everything out the door and it's just like, okay, here's your series. Now go. Go do the thing. And it's it's the adaptation is great. Like everything that I wanted from the show has been shown. It, it's it's just been overall amazing. I, I do highly recommend this show as well. It is pretty brutal. It can be brutal and it will get brutal. It's great. So, yeah, if you're missing that, and I hate to say it, if you're missing that brutality of, like, Attack on Titan, this is for you. And if you need to mellow out afterwards and watch a very wholesome anime, one that we haven't talked about yet, I would recommend Skip and Loafer. That was the show uh, that I was going to suggest next, because it's, like, the only other show that we haven't talked about. First, first episode definitely gave me the feeling of like Akabi's sailor uniform where it's just going to be very cute episode to episode. It's just, it's nothing. It's going to be nothing too special. Like the animation is, is really interesting and it's unique. So unique. I like the style. I, I like, yeah. I really like the style to it. Um, and it's just, it's just going to be a girl at school from a small town going to Tokyo trying to live her dream of eventually becoming a lawyer and then running uh, in politics and then going back to her small town to be governor and then having her ashes spread across the sea of Japan. <laughs> she has her whole life planned out from start to finish. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What can go wrong? Quite literally everything. Yes. In this episode. And it, it's, it's adorable. It's again, if, if you like a slice of life that really has no purpose other than to just be, cute and wholesome and and nothing much really happens skip and loafer is a good one so I've if you're watched, looking for i've watched episode two there's a bit more to it than that but yeah, yeah i yeah. i bet there is well because i'm comparing it to like the dangers in my heart and kuba won't let me be invisible where they're like those are very much like they have a, a shtick to them they have a like an element that's distinct from like what you would what i would consider at least to right. be like a normal slice of life this one is just again like Akabi's Sailor Uniform was one of my favorite anime 
whatever year it came out was it twenty? It might have been last year. I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> it was last year. Um, so, yeah, I think it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like all it was was just it was the life of a middle school girl who just wanted to go to a school where she could wear a sailor uniform. That's yep. it. That was that was all. And the animation was some of the best I'd ever seen. I was very excited when I saw that it got nominated for uh, the Crunchyroll Awards for animation. I think did not win. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Uh, but yeah, if you want something in that vein, this is a perfect one. Yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna bring us home because we are getting close on time. Um, skipping. You talk about Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world. Would you just let me oh, fucking boy, talk, boy, boy? Oh boy, mother. That one was fun. Skipping Loafer, Skipping Loafer to me caught me off guard, and I'm I'm very. Like, it was something that I had known. I had known that it is a great series. It's something that my sisters talked about and said, oh, my God, it's great. So I went into it with pretty high expectations of, like, this is going to be a good slice of life. And it met those expectations. And I've watched episode two and episode three has come out today. And I'll probably watch that later tonight. Skipping Loafer is definitely the slice of life of the season for me, hands down. Um, but the two other shows that I just quickly want to touch upon before we say goodbye... Konosuba explosion, an explosion on this wonderful world. I've watched the first two episodes. They're funny. It's more Konosuba. There's really not much more to say about it. If you like yeah. Konosuba, you're going to like this. It's, it's fantastic. But the other one that I want to talk about in episode two just came out today. Dead Mount Death Play. This was a show when I heard it was coming out. I was so excited about it. I was thrilled. I've been reading this. It's great. Like the the manga is great. I watched episode one, and it lived up to those expectations. Or not like it. It didn't necessarily live up to those expectations, but it was like I feel well. This is what I wanted. This is what I expected. This is this is good. This is really enjoyable. Um, if those of you don't know, it's another isek. It's an isekai adjacent. I only say that because they go from a fantasy world to modern day Tokyo. Um, but it's got like kind of just magical powers surrounding around it and there's kind of this weird dark humor comedy to it as well like they randomly will go into chibi mode like of unexpected just like oh i wasn't it's just it seems really dark and then it has these light-hearted moments to it that just kind of take you by surprise and make you chuckle so while it is kind of an action show at heart there is a comedy base to it like where Mashal will kind of just nom on a cream puff and it just kind of goes into a weird chibi form. They do kind of similar things in this story as well. So if you're looking for... Uh, a, sailor. Yeah, if you're looking for like an... Uh, not necessarily anti-isekai, but like a reverse isekai where they come to modern-day Japan, this it's you could do worse. Okay. And if you're looking for a batshit crazy one that makes no sense, oh, but Jesus it's fucking Christ. watch Magical Destroyers. Uh, oh, imagine, God, I... imagine if Borderlands became an anime and nothing in the world makes sense and you target otakus and try to <laughs> save them, quote unquote. Uh, this is what you get with Magical Destroyers. Uh, the first episode was entertaining. I'm not going to say that it's great by any means. It was entertaining enough. But uh, boy, oh boy, is the premise really fucking weird. Oh, I thought this was a different one. I know what you're talking about now. I thought you were talking about uh, Rokudo's Bad Girls. No, God, no. I can't look. I can't look, even look at that animation. The, oh, it looks, my God. It looks webtoony as shit. No, Magical Destroyers is about a team of otaku 
who are the last sort of beacon of hope for the Atakas of the world as an evil organization begins to assimilate them into real life. And by assimilate, I mean trap them in cages until they die. Oh, my God. Uh, and and they, they target very popular uh, hobby cities like Akihabara and, like, all these, like, otaku hubs in Japan and just destroy them. And, uh, yeah, it's about how there's, like, on their team, there's one magical girl who helps them out and they're trying to rescue the others and take down the evil organization who are, is just this guy with like a like an uwu face as a tv head and like that's it and they all are these like weird giant buff muscular army dudes with sphere heads with uwu faces on them like that's it it's so it's so weird it's Damn very it, strange Tyler. you must have had a really long flight to download that one my Valerie wanted to watch it. My wife wanted it must, to watch it. <laughs> it must. It must have been a long plane ride. Sam it was. It was entertaining. It was funny. Sam, Again, I'm not saying it's good by any means. It was just. Yeah, la- go watch. It. Last thoughts. Any other shows that you enjoyed this season so far? Doctor Stone has been consistently good. Uh, I'm glad of its consistency. I can like, go to just keep watching it with its pace and discovery and what it is of discovering the world and unlocking new people. Always good. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, Season 2, came back. Consistent. Yep. I'm liking it. Uh, Tony Kawa Over the Moon for You, Season 2, came back too. I need to watch that. Just Season 1 and 2. I need to watch it's that. It's just a nice, wholesome... It's a nice, wholesome like watch for... Uh, married couples and young love kind of thing and it, it's good i like it good uh yeah and uh otaku elf because uh yeah the elf was just it's just mommy right there i yeah i this is the one series i need to watch too <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to watch it god bless it uh sam where can people I mean, keep i'm not married <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm the one that's not married <laughs> our dgen our dgen it's all right um sam where can people catch up with you if you, they want to follow you around uh um you can catch me at sam the mega man on the socials i think i've been on twitter in so long but i'm more active on discord so uh you could just add me on discord uh think sam the mega man or something else but yeah it, you could just find me from there or my channel, YouTube. I'll get the I'll get there eventually. I'll start content creating eventually. Okay. It's... Dude, you've been busy. I know. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But thank you all for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So until next time, Spark Triumph. We will see you then. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.